everyone. I'm here with Rachel Olson. Rachel, welcome to the Ward family. Rachel, where did you grow up? Where did life begin for you? So I was born in Payson, Utah. My parents had just graduated from BYU. And, but then I think I was like two weeks old and then they moved to Southern California. Both of my parents are from Southern California. So they moved back there while my parents looked for a job. At one point I lived with my mom's parents, like we all lived there, and then we lived with my dad's parents in Burbank, California. And that's where my parents ended up finding a house to rent. And then eventually they bought the house. And so that's where I grew up my whole life. And what was Burbank like? It's a suburb of LA, but it kind of is its own little bubble. For example, Burbank has its own school district and its own water and power, whereas other cities around us, it's more like Los Angeles County. So it just seems a, a little bit smaller, but Burbank is where like Disney Studios are and Warner Brothers Studios is also nearby. I believe Nickelodeon has some studios there. So it's very big in that industry, not that my family had anything to do with that, but it was kind of fun to drive by and see the seven dwarfs on like these columns at the Disney headquarters. And I thought that was cool growing up. As you were growing up, what types of things did you find yourself gravitating towards either in terms of activities or hobbies or maybe certain subjects at school? What did you find the most interesting? I think I loved to just be outside when I was little. I actually thought I lived in the country. My parents have a decent sized backyard for living in the suburb. They have a lot of like fruit trees and so I just played outside all the time. And our backyard kind of like looks at the mountains. And so I told my mom once that we lived in the country and she kind of laughed at me like, oh honey, no, <laughs> you don't live in the country. but. I love to be outside. We also just really loved spending time together as a family. I have three younger sisters, so we played together a lot. One thing that we really enjoyed doing together is baking and like helping my mom cook dinner. And now that I'm a mom, I know that's a labor of love to like <laughs> let your children help you. But that interest in like baking and cooking I still really enjoy doing those things. And then I love, I played basketball as a little girl, like up till, up until middle school. And then I did like cross country in high school. And I also did like swim team in the summers and then did swim team in high school. So those were kind of some of the things I did, but I really enjoyed being with my family. So we did a lot of things together. And are there any particular memories that really stand out for you? from that kind of childhood period, either positively or negatively? I think I just had really positive, I have positive memories of childhood. Nothing like really stands out besides just spending time together. Were you a member of the church growing up? Yes, I've always like gone to church, been a member of the church. My parents were both active, came from like active families. What was the church like there in Burbank compared to, I don't know, Utah or other places that you've Yeah, been? it's pretty small in comparison. And especially now, my parents still live in Burbank. I feel like it's just kind of gotten smaller and smaller 
my dad grew up in Burbank, so we've kind of seen the dwindling of a really strong ward. But I loved it. I really enjoyed like activity days. And even though we had like a small young women's group, there were three wards in Burbank. And so there were young women in like each of the wards and throughout the stake. And so I really enjoyed like tri-ward activities or like stake activities where we could all get together and have friends. Between primary and then young women's, were there any particular leaders or activities or events that you did that left a particularly strong impression on you? One activity was actually, I think she was the primary president. And this, I was probably between like eight to 12. And she had put together like a running club and then like challenged us to like do this 5k that was happening. And so I ran with my dad and did that. So it wasn't necessarily gospel-centered, but I really admired that she took the time to do that and, like, teach us that we can, like, learn something new. And, I mean, I love running to this day, and I'm grateful for her for taking the time to do that and, and teach us something new. So I really think about that often. And also, Stake Young Women's Camp one year was kind of intense, but we did like a reenactment of Lehi's vision. And so we were all blindfolded and holding on to a rod and like we were told, don't let go of the rod. And like all the older YCLs and young women were like trying to tempt us away. And it was at night and they'd like kind of whisper like, let go or... I was 12, I think it was my very first year. And after that, I just remember thinking like, wow, it it is important to really be purposeful in holding on to the rod. That's something that always stood out. And also just like that warm feeling that came when we finally made it to like the end and it was warm and inviting and we could take our blindfold off and they did a good job making it kind of feel like maybe a little bit what heaven's like and I've always just kind of held on to the end goal of we'll make it one day to heaven. When you think back on kind of your growing up years with your parents, are there certain characteristics or things that they did that you feel like now as an adult kind of looking back have kind of shaped maybe the the person that you have become now later in life or the parent that you are now? Oh, yes. My mom is a doer and she's just very service oriented and just like gets things done. And I don't think I'll ever be as good as her at it, but she is really good at just, okay, let's, let's do it. And she just gets it done. So that's something that I also admire, but I try to just serve others and have that attitude of like, okay, let's, let's do it. Let's figure this out. And my dad is very patient. There's only four girls in our family and he was blessed with patience, I'm pretty sure, because (laughs) we, we've given him a run for his money, but he's very patient and loving. And that's something that I hope that I am also being patient and loving like he is. Once you finished school there in the Burbank area, uh, where did you go off to college? Or did you go off to college? I did. So I went to BYU in Provo, Utah. And what did you study there? 
I studied communication disorders. It took a while to figure out what I wanted to do because I have, I liked all the subjects pretty much. But one thing that I really liked about speech and like audiology and communication is that it pulled from a lot of different areas. It pulls from the sciences of and like anatomy and then also just children and how they develop. And so that really appealed to me that there was a little bit of everything and you could see it work and then also help others improve their life. And within communication disorders, did you find yourself gravitating more towards working with children then or with adults? Because there's a whole yeah. kind of range of applications, obviously, within that. So I don't know what I would enjoy more. I haven't received or like done my master's degree yet. That's still in the works someday. So I don't know if I've had enough experience to know for sure, but I do love working with children, but I also love the science kind of medical aspect of things as well. And I know that I have some friends that are speech pathologists in a hospital and work with adults and love it. So I don't know, I could see myself doing it all. And somewhere along the way you went on a mission? I had thought about doing a mission for a while and then the age change happened and so I was like I guess I can go sooner so I put in my papers and my bishop encouraged me like why wait just just go for it finish that semester and then two weeks later was in the MTC so it went really fast but grateful for that and where'd you end up serving I served in the Washington DC South mission so it's the northern Virginia area of like the DC metropolitan area. And what was that like? Oh, it was wonderful. A lot like the Bay Area in some ways that is kind of just a big melting pot of lots of wonderful accomplished people and just people from all over the world. I had never really been on the East Coast much. I had done like a trip out east for like church history sites but I really love the east coast and it's beautiful and a lot of times people will have either certain investigators that they kind of still remember you know or that was a kind of a special experience in terms of working with a particular investigator or maybe a particular family did you have any experiences kind of like that during your mission I didn't teach very many people that were baptized like while I was on my mission but there were a few, and one of them, there was one woman, her name was Mary Ethel, and she was just like a bundle of joy. The And I'm embarrassed to say this, but the bishop had like said, I have this friend, Mary Ethel, can you call her? She'd love to hear about the gospel. And I don't know why, but we didn't get to it for like three weeks probably, so he had to follow up with us like, sisters, will you call my friend? And we're like, oh yeah I'm so sorry so we called her like had scheduled an appointment for like the next two days anyways she was just so ready to hear the gospel and it was just really fun to like see her enthusiasm and like her joy for it all and then there was another man that I had met at the very beginning of my mission and started teaching him and it wasn't till we had moved finished my mission, Cameron and I had moved to North Carolina, and I got a message from one of the ward members there, 
and said, he's getting baptized, do you want to come up? And this was, I had Kate and Sophie, so it had been a while. And it was really fun to just go back and see that everybody takes it in their own time. Sometimes I guess we plant seeds and we don't quite know when they're going to bloom, so to speak, so, or yes. how, long, how long that might take. Yeah, So, <laughs> and it was, it was a good reminder that, you know, the, the good things we do, I feel like it was a blessing that I could see the results of it, but we don't always see the results. We might never know. And where did you end up meeting Cameron? Was that at BYU when you got done with your mission, or where did Cameron come into the picture for you? Yeah, so he came in the very first semester at BYU. We were actually in a social dance class together. (laughs) There were a lot of little things, like he wasn't going to take the class, and his friends convinced him to take it. And then his friend from high school was my friend next door in the dorms. And so we made all these little connections and I was like oh I guess I should get to know him we didn't ever date freshman year we went on a few dates and he went on his mission and said hey would you want to write me and so we wrote letters back and forth and then I told him through a letter I'm going on a mission so I went on a mission but we briefly saw each other right before I left I think we had like five days where we weren't missionaries And then I went on my mission, and he came back and visited me, and then we finally dated and got married. Once you were both kind of done with school and things like that, it sounds like you made your way out to North Carolina? Yes. We applied, well, I say we, it's a joint effort, but Cameron applied to med school (laughs) and was accepted to some med schools. But in the application process, we kind of thought, we should pick a school out east and well let's do Duke it's a good school and it's close to a temple and that was kind of all the thought we put into it (laughs) like not knowing that Duke's like in North Carolina and all that but as soon as we like received that acceptance letter I felt like okay this is where we need to be and it was a big blessing so I'm grateful we went for it and decided to branch out. What experiences or what is it that in hindsight you kind of know that it was the right thing at that point in time? Or maybe it sounds like even in the moment you kind of knew, hey, that's right. I think that was a blessing from Heavenly Father that, or maybe he knew I would have a hard time going if I didn't feel strongly about it. Because I usually have a hard time with decisions, but I felt like this is what we need to do. But I feel that North Carolina was an amazing experience because, you know, we had to pack up our stuff. We drove across the country and really had to, like, make it on our own. We had plenty of help from our families with them being so far away. But we really had to, like, create our own home away from home. And just, like, the friends that we made there and the people that we met are just they're just dear friends forever and I'm just grateful for that experience to like have the knowledge that you have a ward family that can help you and you can rely on each other. And where in this process did kids come along? Was this kind of pre-moving to North Carolina or were they born out on on the east coast or? Kate and Sophie our oldest two were born in Durham North Carolina. Kate came about a year after we moved there. So pretty 
pretty soon after. And so what was the, what was it like becoming a mom? I feel like becoming a mom was really exciting. And I also had some other friends that were also starting their motherhood journey at the same time. So that was really fun. Motherhood kind of is something that you have to dive into and then you're in it and you're like, oh, this is, this is what it is. It's hard, but it's also rewarding. And so I'm just grateful for the, the friends that I had and the people I had to be examples and mentors and just like friends to get you through the hard days. And we were talking a little bit about your experiences kind of in primary and young women as you think about then how your testimony or how your faith grew as you were at BYU and then a mission and then you know getting married and you know then having kids like how would you say that kind of in in now your adult years your relationship with heavenly parents with Jesus Christ have evolved matured changed so I feel like when I was a teenager I've always had a simple testimony and just really had faith and believed God's there and as a teenager you know I really prayed and asked do you love me and I felt that confirmation and then just going off to college just like at BYU you know you you take classes and just the more you learn and experience life there's just good lessons that come along the way and one of the big blessings for my mission was just it almost like simplified the gospel for me like the first day in the MTC, I remember they said, okay, we're going to learn about the gospel of Jesus Christ today. And they said it, faith, repentance, baptism, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, and then during to the end and keeping your covenants. And I was like, that's it? Like, that's awesome. <laughs> and so I just think that was really wonderful to just kind of simplify it and solidify that testimony. And I feel like now I'm in, like I'm growing my testimony, but I think with that come questions and as you have children and you're really thinking about how to teach it to them, just the questions of, well, why do I believe this or why do I really want to live my life this way? Like, how would I explain this to my children? Just thinking a lot about that. So I feel that I relate to Nephi, I'm not going to quote it correctly, but when he says, I don't know the meaning of all things, but like, I know God loves his children. I feel like that scripture has always spoken to me and I am very grateful for the gospel of Jesus Christ and for the church and the living prophet and just all the wonderful people that I've met that our examples kept their covenants that have served me. It's just been a really special experience, I guess you could say. And maybe just one last question. So earlier we were talking about your parents and you kind of described your mom as a doer, um, among other things, uh, and your dad as being patient. If I were to interview your kids when they're roughly your age, what do you think that they would say about you and Cameron, or what would you hope that they might say as they then reflect back on their childhoods with you? I hope that they would say that I was kind 
and also service oriented just there for them especially that they knew that I could always be there for them to help them and then also just thinking the best of others I think that's a wonderful place for us to end and so uh, Rachel just thank you so much for being a part of this really love having you and Cameron and your family in the ward and I'm really glad that we've had this chance to get to know each other a little bit better and to share that with the rest of our ward family so thank you yeah thank you